Alright, Adam. Another week, another episode of the podcast. You ready to do this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who, who's this? <laughs> Who, who is this? Who are you? Did you miss me? Malik? Everybody and welcome to episode twenty-one of Hot's a Podcast. I'm what Tyler. Twenty. You know what happened to twenty? I don't know. I don't know what happened to twenty. What happened to it? You were replaced. Well, then how am I here? I don't know. I love that. <laughs> I build up to twenty so hard. And I'm not even there. For the <laughs> I'm not even there. I leave it to someone else's a bit. Like, uh, yeah, handle that yourself. Well, he couldn't deal with the fact that he promised you guys something big and couldn't live up to it, so we just had to give it to somebody else. <laughs> I call that the old bait and switch. Thank you to Adam and Tim for hopping in on the podcast for episode 20. I appreciate both of you guys hopping in. It was a good episode, and I hope all, everybody out there listening enjoyed it as much I as get, I did recording it. I give them a solid C-. minus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Malik's back. We... uh. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, we played yeah. it off like Adam's been a part of the podcast the whole time. It's our, it's our little. I joke like how to you assume they're so dumb they don't, you don't get like they don't get the joke from last week. Some people you may not. What if that was their first the episode? Listen to this, and they're like, "Oh shit, Adam's been a part of it the whole time." Well, that's kind of their fault. <laughs> but yeah, we're happy to be we're happy to be back with the OG crew here, me and Malik. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna podcast you guys some knowledge or something. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. No wonder I left. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So today's subject: slavery. <laughs> That's that TikTok trend. It's so good. Oh my god! For anybody who doesn't know what I just quoted there, this is TikTok. Of, uh, I'm pretty sure it's just a meme in general. It's this guy who just has a fuck ton of god uh, like pills in his fucking mouth. Just swallows them all. Take him. Takes a drink of uh, a sip of his drink and goes. Today's subject slavery <laughs> he, he did another he did another one when like he's in front of like oh i, th- I can't remember exactly he's in front of like a restroom sign that says ladies he goes and he points and he goes today's subject communism <laughs> <laughs> yeah that guy's fucking great uh, there's this there's this the dude i've been following on uh tiktok he's funny uh he's like the, he's this older dude with a beard uh, I think you've seen it. It's it's this. It's, he just reacts to videos and stuff. And oh yeah, like, I have seen dude, him. The dude like puts the shot glass in the washer and he just goes, "What the? F- what's in that shot glass?" Yeah, it just <laughs> looks like coming it. <laughs> yeah. I actually, uh, it's funny. I actually just realized something. Last week, I told you guys. I told the fans. Everybody listening to this. I told you guys that I got a tattoo between recordings. I fun fact, I still haven't listened to that whole episode. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Are you serious? I've just been busy. I'm like, oh God. And I'm like, I keep trying to find the. I have like several podcasts on backlog and fake fan. Fake fan. Wow. I'm on the show and I'm a fake fan. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Everybody, I want you to. I want you to. I want you to tweet out how to podcast and put Malik as a fake fan. Malik is a fake fan. (laughs) But um. Yeah, so I actually forgot to tell the story of the tattoo because there God, is a story behind hawk, it. I got to hork it on my episode. Jesus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a story behind my tattoo, everybody. Uh, so while I was getting the tattoo, I actually legitimately fainted uh, while getting this tattoo. And 
there like the reason why I fainted is because while I was getting it, it just felt like somebody was like lightly pinching my skin a little bit, like not enough to actually cause me actual physical pain. Cause I didn't really feel it as much, but apparently my body did. And you know, while he's, while he's sitting there just like needling away, like ink in my body or my arm, uh, apparently when that goes down, your brain is saying like, Oh my God, I'm in pain for this long amount of time. I don't know what to do. And just shuts down. <laughs> I learned a lot about endorphins that day too, because it like your endorphins start to rise to eat away at your blood sugar. And yeah, that's basically what happened. So let me give you guys just the, the, the whole story here. So I'm getting the tattoo done where we got through the outlines and everything like that. We're about to get ready to head into shading and coloring. I start to feel a little lightheaded and I'm like, all right, I'm feeling a bit lightheaded. And my tattoo artist goes, all right, man, no problem. Uh, this happens to a lot of people. We're, we'll get you some candy. He got, he had a bunch of candy, but he's like, we'll did get you, you some did candy. You, did you eat beforehand? I like, did. I had a yeah. huge breakfast beforehand, okay, which was yeah. weird. Like I, we went to Bob Evans and I had a fucking like farmer's fucking like breakfast that was like huge. It had like French toast and eggs and shit like that. Whole bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just your endorphins eating away at your blood sugar. So my tattoo artist is like, yeah, we'll get you some candy and get your sugar back up. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm eating some candy. Um, my lightheadedness goes away. And I'm like, all right, let's continue. He starts to tattoo me again. And after like, I don't know, maybe like 10 minutes or so, I start to get lightheaded again. I'm like, all right, I'm feeling lightheaded again. And that's when he's like, all right, we'll take another break. It's no biggie. Uh, get your sugars back up again. And this time I'm sitting there taking deep breaths. Um, I'm starting to lose the color in my skin and everything like that. My vision's blacking out as we speak. And I'm like, he's my tattoo artist is sitting there telling me like, you know, this happens to a lot of people. Uh, so it's pretty common. And I'm just like, yeah, this is happening. And he just goes, all right, lean back. And I just lean back and fucking passed out. <laughs> you, you know what I imagine? You remember the office of Michael gets blood taken? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much like that. <laughs> Like he's okay, then gets up, just like, and then see him first. Like, is he okay? <laughs> That's what I mean, what I imagine. Pretty much, but like Adam had it the worst because Adam was right next to me while this was getting done. He sees the color disappear from my skin. He sees my eyes roll back behind my head, and I just fucking go down. And he see, is freaking out. That's at this the point. That's the difference between me and Adam. Adam freaks out. I would have laughed. My ass. <laughs> I would have been recording you and like myself <laughs> laughing. So Adam's freaking out. My tattoo artist is sitting there going like, don't worry, he'll be fine. He may, he, he literally went through the motions with him. He's like, he's probably going to twitch his leg. I twitched my leg. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he may snort a little bit. I snort it. Um, this is only for like two minutes or so. Um, so Adam's just like, all right, my, my friend's okay. The only thing that they were worried about, both of them, and this is the most me thing that could ever happen. For those of you that don't know, I love food, like, more than anything. So Newsflash, news everyone loves food. You're not special. Well, yeah, but I, but this is, like, the most me thing. That, that, what I, I, This is leading up to what is the most me thing to happen. Um, they were both worried because I had a piece of candy in my mouth. So they're thinking, oh, my God, he's going to fucking swallow it, and he could possibly choke. Right. While unconscious, I still chewed it and swallowed the candy. <laughs> and they were like, all right, so he's good. <laughs> um, while, I, while I was while I was blacked out, I actually had a dream I remember having. But I don't remember the dream, but I did have a dream while I was blacked out that I legitimately forgot I was getting a tattoo. So when I was coming to um, I hear my tattoo artist and Adam talking to each other and I, and it just clicks in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting a fucking tattoo. <laughs> 
like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> but yeah, I woke up. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting the fucking tattoo. Adam was still a little bit iffy. He was still kind of freaking out a little bit. So I really calmed him down when I woke up and just went, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he was like this fucking guy i felt like i came off of like a weird acid trip after that that was insane and then we just got through with the rest of the tattoo like it was nothing <laughs> See, that's 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 a very different experience from my two tattoos i've gotten now where it's just like just it happened and i was just into it like i just had straight <laughs> serotonin flood my brain as i just felt the pinch and burn i'm like this feeling is the best yeah it's like it, it wasn't even like like i said i didn't i didn't think it hurt at all but apparently my brain said no this is pain <laughs> well yeah that's how it works that's like again even if you don't know you're in pain your brain will still feel the like you know it's just yeah. your brain telling you stop but, oh yeah definitely uh it's gonna be interesting when i go to get my second one i may actually faint again who knows <laughs> But uh, the buildup leading up to the faint sucked because I was sweating, I, my vision's going, I'm taking deep breaths, like trying to make sure I'm okay here and stuff like that. Coming out of it was like, oh my god, that was an experience. I would totally do that again. <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, that that's how it works. As soon as you get one, you're like, I need eight more. Again, I plan to get tor and like I again, like I plan to get torso pieces done in the future, and I've heard they are not fun. Yeah, I've heard that too. That's why I'm a little bit yeah. iffy. I have an idea for a torso piece for myself. My torso piece is actually a an idea that I've had for a while now because my favorite movie of all time is Across the Universe, uh, which if anybody doesn't know, Across the Universe is a musical that based around Beatles songs. Fantastic film, highly recommend it. But there's uh there's a logo in the movie that the main character Jude paints. It's a big strawberry that's like with that like he kind of throws together by just throwing the paint uh, the paintbrush around and like just like slabbing this paint on the thing. So it's kind of like a weird like it's kind of like a weird thrown together strawberry like kind of like you know all the cores there and everything like that. But there's splashes outside of it and stuff like that. I want to get that and I just want to put nothing is real under it, which I think is really good because it's for strawberry fields. But like. Yeah, that's that's my torso idea for a tattoo, but with the pain that I've heard, I don't know if I actually want to go through with it. I, I can go. Through it's kind it. of last on my list. As someone who's broken a bone, I can tell you, I, I can, and it's gotten to that. I'm pretty sure I can get through this. It's um, uh, sorry, sorry, oh my God. Of, sorry Speaking of your broken bone, do you want to bring up that story? <laughs> What? Oh God, that's that, that's a story for another day. We gotta, okay, we leave, we'll leave him wanting. Uh, but d just to, just for clarity, I do have a metal implant, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between and beyond. Yeah, I have a metal implant because I broke my leg. Bad. It does. We ago. we used to we used to mess with them constantly about it. Yeah, because I could I could only limp for a little while. But uh, my my torso, I have. See, I'm not doing one giant torso piece. I have like several. I like things I want to do for my torso because I'm getting two quotes on my side one Superman one David Bowie and I'm getting Excelsior on my chest oh that's awesome and I thought about doing something with the back and I thought about getting because I saw there's one things I like um, where someone had like the chakra symbols like tattooed along like the spine I was so the spine would be like uh, just like I really like like the whole like spine tattoo type thing yeah that's really cool that's a cool yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, but those are my ideas. And then I have all my, like, other ones I have planned across my arms. And, like, there's one I'm still, like, really fighting hard on where to place it, and that's going to be the Roman numeral 8 for The Last Jedi. I have no idea where I want to put that, like, whether it be on my arms or, like, behind my ear on my neck. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm, I'm just I'm unsure where I want to place it. 
Yeah, I have an idea of a tattoo for my grandma and my grandpa that I'm I'm trying to figure out where to put. The idea is that my my grandpa, um, everybody, I didn't get to know because he passed away before I was born. Both my grandfathers did, actually. But uh, my grandfather on my mom's side is one that I've always wanted to know because he just seemed like a genuine good guy. I don't want to comment too much on my dad's side, but... <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately but awkward uh, yeah it's it's an iffy situation that i don't feel like talking about in public so my uh my my grandfather on my mom's side of the family i'm just starting to learn about now with my grandmom's passing i'm learning a lot about him uh through a lot of his old stuff that she kept and i found out that his nickname in the union he was also in the navy too he uh was uh lobo and so i want to get a captain's hat with lobo underneath it and then for my grandma get like a butterfly with her name underneath it that'd be dope yeah <laughs> when you is it so messed up that my brain when you said it's a if situation i don't like talking in public my brain went just like the iraq war <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you brought that up because I literally just watched the episode of American Dad before we started where uh, George Bush went to their house for dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that one. Oh my god, I love the I love the um uh the um my favorite I think my favorite American Dad episode remains the um uh the reenactment of the Vietnam War on the golf course. That's a good one. I can't <laughs> pick my all-time favorite cuz there's so many good ones. I really like that I really like that horror episode where Stan gets the TV oh, from the trash. Yeah, Nighthawks. Yeah, yeah the Nighthawks. Really that's that's, just, that's yeah. just, it's genuinely good horror. Oh like, my god, not, I know. It's not just comedy, it's genuinely creepy. Like I'm like, whoa. It's actually really funny cuz me and Tim have been going through watching horror movies now to get ourselves hyped up for Halloween. Um mm-hmm. but like I've never seen a lot of the classic hollow like like the Halloweens, your Friday the 13th, your uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets and stuff like that. I haven't seen those classic bits. So once October hits, we're really getting into those. But as of right now, we're watching a lot of the reboots. We did just watch Rob Zombie's Halloween last night, actually. It was pretty good. Nice. nice Although nice. everybody, everybody in that movie is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not one good soul minus Machete, uh, Danny Trejo, in that movie. <laughs> That's fun. That's funny because I you mentioned you mentioned Rob Zombie because I was recently thinking about watching a House of a Thousand Corpses because I actually really like that movie. Uh, a friend of ours is a huge Rob Zombie fan, uh, and uh, it's it's funny too because like I watch House of a Thousand Corpses because of them. Then I watch Devil's Rejects. I'm like, this is not as good, but it's all right. Then I watch Three from, Hel- Three from Hell, and I'm like, this is not a good movie. <laughs> Like this is just the same. I felt House of a Thousand Corpses. That's the one with Chris Hardwick and uh, Rain Wilson, yeah. right? Yes, oh yeah, that yes. one's really good. It's such a, it's so enjoyable. It's such a fun, like in, like not indie, but like, it feels like it feels very indie. Like it feels like film. an indie horror, yeah. Yeah, but like there's that, a lot of big names. Yeah, yeah. Walton Goggins is in it, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, it's like lots of great character actors. I really enjoyed it. Um, what's the guy's name? The 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 guy who passed away who plays uh, Captain Spaulding. Oh fuck! I forgot his name. Literally, Tim just said it yesterday, and I I already forgot. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I really liked him in the movie. Uh, he he. Then Devil's Rejects was weird because it's just like, hey, don't you feel bad for these people after you literally watch them assault a woman? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I don't. I want these bad things to happen to them. <laughs> they're poor. They're horrible people. And then like. Three from Hell was just the exact same movie as Devil's Rejects. And I'm like, uh... Sid Haig. Sid Haig, yeah, there we go. And I, because, yeah, no, that was like one of his like last performances in uh, Three from Hell. I'm like, oh, well, R.I.P., man. Yeah, he was in uh, he was in Rob Zombie's Halloween, and he was, uh, nice. he was Gravekeeper. 
uh, there was a lot of big names in that one. Like there was, there was um a lot of people that I recognized. There was the uh, you know the uh, the son in uh, Righteous Gemstones. Yes, he was in it when he was really oh, young. Gideon. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. There was the girl who played uh, Harley Kinder's sister in Boy Meets World. The guitarist for the Monkees. Fucking uh, Malcolm McDowell. Uh, yeah, this is a lot of big names. That's, that's what tends to happen, man. A lot of like horror, uh, like in a lot of horror movies, tend to have like the some of the best cameos. Oh yeah, definitely. I, wanna, I, I need to look into getting on uh, when I get uh, Shutter again. Shutter was a great thing to have because Shutter was there. Shutter was Shutter was such a clever thing where it's like, hey, let's focus on like a hardcore fan base, and then that hardcore support will literally literally carry us. And Shutter really did like like prove like it, like out of all like the two V's and other failed streaming service shutter was like, nah, this is, this is legit. Cause it had some of the best horror content, horror documentaries, indie stuff, new stuff would get added on there. They had stuff like devil's rejects and Rob zombie stuff. It was such a really cool thing that they did. And again, the horror fan base was just so in love with it that like they were so strong with it that it literally like pushed and made shutter the little horror engine that could. Yeah. I, I've never really been too big into horror actually like growing up and stuff like that. I'd, I always preferred comedies over horror and stuff like that. Comedies were always my go-to and like, you know, occasionally action and stuff like that. Occasional dramas and whatnot. But like being around like you and like Tim who are all into horror movies and stuff like that, being around a bunch of people, I'm now interested in going back and seeing a lot of these classic horror movies that I missed yeah. out on growing yeah, up. I- did you uh, horror, see horror was actually funny. I actually got into horror like a little late in my life. Like I think towards like maybe the tail end of high school is when I started getting into more horror stuff. It started yeah. start interesting. You know, as you get older and stuff like that. Again, my favorite horror movie to this day. It's I, it's a toss up because I love the Saw movies. I'm such a big Saw fan. Saw Saw was like literally one of my first like horror franchises I ever got into, and I watched them all in succession. Still haven't watched Jigsaw or Spiral. Maybe someday. Uh, <laughs> I don't know when, but I like that first. The first Saw movie and Saw Six is like perfect. Like it's like it's not too not like there's some bad ones. Like Saw Four is weird. Saw Five I hate. But like Saw Six is really cool. Uh, Saw and the first Saw, second Saw, and third Saw are really fun movies. Yeah, I've never seen all the Saw movies, so I wouldn't know. But I'm down to watch them. You know. Oh my god! It's crazy. The first Saw movie is really not that bloody and gory. Yeah. Because you come to all the traps and stuff after they've kind of happened. You just kind of see it as like a crime scene. Whereas the second Saw just goes. Oh, gore. <laughs> it's, it's like just oh, this is just torture. Porn. The second saw is where the guy has to like cut, where the guy has to like cut off his leg, right? That is so. That's the first saw. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's the first saw. Okay. It's just, they they just do it in a very like oh way. Um, second saw. I think what's the most famous trap from the second saw? All oh, the needle pit. <laughs> oh god, that one messes with me. There's one trap in Saw Three I don't like. Because, like, it's, like, it's called the rack, and it just twists, like, your limbs in, like, a full 360. Oh, God, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> it's really bad. But, yeah, it's, 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 ugh. I, I, it disgusts me in the best way. <laughs> uh, and then, and then another one of my favorite horror movies of all time, I, I actually made you watch it not too long ago, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Again, so, like, yeah, that oh one was God. really good. I I, I think that's so on much. our list, me and Tim's list, to watch oh, again. Oh, dude, look, 
let me know. That's like one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, again, a, a bit of a spoiler for this like several decade age age movie. But uh, one thing you notice is you can you can the way you can tell who is the thing is you gotta look at the eyes. You know how like if you look at someone's eyes, there's like a light reflection in it. And, yeah. Like, like there's that little twinkle. The whoever is the thing in the shot doesn't have the twinkle. And that's how you tell who the thing is. It's that, a very subtle thing, but once you know it, you're like, oh wow. Like, yeah, that's like that. that's like how if you watch Halloween, you can see Mike Myers in the background on like several scenes and shit just hiding or he's not hiding he's just kind of in plain sight but like you don't notice it until you like until it gets pointed out to you there's a really good netflix show that does it's called the haunting of bly manor where in like or like the haunting of house of the hill it's like this guy does this he's does like anthology horror stuff and he does that in like all of his it's a show he does that all the time where he just puts like a random like Thing in the background that you'll notice on your own and yeah. it's not and it's always in the frame but when you notice it it will literally scare the crap out of you like literally <laughs> like i was like literally i was just watching it's like it's just like because the characters walk in there's just a plague doctor right there i'm like what the, what is that and it's just like and like it just it's not acknowledged it's not that it's just it's just like there it's just a part of the frame and you don't notice it until you notice it on your own and then it scares you and you're like what do you ever like i don't i don't know if tv still does this i don't think they do Actually, I don't even know if they ever really did. But, like, you ever notice how, like, in horror movies and stuff like that, when it's, like, Halloween night or something like that, the people will be watching TV and it'll be, like, this... It'll be one person dressed up in, like, a spooky Halloween costume, playing horror movies all night and stuff like that. I want stuff like that on Halloween, man. Like... Obviously, like, ABC Family, or now Freeform, will do, like, the 30 days of Halloween and stuff like that, but, like, give me just that one person that's, like, really big into horror, wearing a spooky costume, just playing horror movies all night, you know? You want that, like, IRL? <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be really oh, cool. I thought you were saying, I thought for a second you were talking about, like, doing that, like, and that, that's, like, a, that could be, like, a fun, like, friend gathering, like, a Halloween gathering, something like that. Yeah, like, it's just really cool that, like, you know, when you see TV shows like that and stuff like that in in horror movies where it's just, like, the one guy dressed up in costumes, he's playing horror movies and gives you little tidbits about the movie and stuff like that. I think they used to do that, but they don't do it anymore as far oh, as I know. Oh, you mean, like, the, okay, I know what you're talking about now. They'll run, okay. like, the marathons, and, you know, like, the person will be like, oh, yeah, fun fact about this movie was that, you know, when this scene happens, like, it's stuff like that. I just think it'd be see, really cool. You would you would really like Shudder, then, because Shudder has all these really cool documentaries about just horror there's documentaries about like horror with black people there's horrors there's horror and vampires horror and ghost movies horror it's just a bunch of like tidbits and discussion dissecting and analysis of horror and horror and how it's evolved throughout like media and stuff like that yeah that'd be really cool yeah again like me my my, well, my, my love of horror also like moves on like throughout like um other stuff like uh, I read a lot of horror novels and horror books. Like uh, again, I'm currently reading uh, Dracula. Like, yeah, such a good book. Such like it's so cool because like I'm reading it and I'm like, wow, this was. I can see how like this like for its time, this must have been like revolutionary storytelling. Because have you read Dracula? No. So Dracula doesn't read like a story. It's not like oh, here is um. It's not like a prose, like okay, uh, point story B A, story um, story point B, story point C. It's like you're reading journals and letters. It's like I can the only thing I get true to it's if you're it's like it's like you're watching Paranormal Activity 
where it's like you're reading the account and it's and it's like a found film what, yes, but like a, found, a book but a book yes essentially so it's a collection of journals and letters that make up the events of dracula that's pretty cool and it's, and it's such an interesting take and like wow this must have been like uh like a whole new like brand of horror for the time and like the bit like that also that book is just a master class of like setting and tone and just like all that it just it works so well like when i'm reading this these first few pages it's like it's creepy it's sca- it's like whoa because the dude's like on his way to castle dracula and as he leaves in his carriage all the villagers kind of just like stand out in the middle of the roll just do like a <laughs> prayer sign to him and he's just like huh that's strange <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like what they're praying for me like you're gonna die <laughs> um, what else I love reading uh, one of my favorite books of all time is also uh, all the HP Lovecraft stuff uh, of course he was a crap person but you know At the Mounds of Madness and Shadow Over Innsmouth some of the scariest tales I've ever read like At the Mounds of Madness is such a like I like yeah like they've like this has been in development house so many people have been trying to make this into a movie for so long because it's one of the greatest horror stories I've ever told like Guillermo del Toro has been trying for literal years to make this movie you can actually find some of his old like models he made for the movie he wanted to do but like it's like it's really like it's it's he's trying one last time to make this movie but it's it's Oh my god, it, it, it's such a cool horror movie that plays on the idea of, like, the whole point of At the Mounds of Madness is the thing that scares you is afraid of something bigger than that, and that should scare you even more, because whatever you're afraid of, there's a bigger thing afraid of it. I'm like, it's afraid of. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's it's such, it's so good. Um Again, hopefully Del Toro is able to get make. The, he's he's trying one last time because last time he got approved for it, the studio said, "All right, you can make it, but it can't be rated R." He's like, "I I have to make this one rated it R." It needs guys. to be rated R. Yeah, like, like, I can't I can't yeah, see that as a PG thirteen yeah, movie. Yeah, and he said, and like that was a whole thing because he literally he shows the thing like there's a whole bit in that um uh, storyline where they go to like underground and they find like mutated six feet tall penguins where the skin has grown over their eyes they're hairless and albino and like again they're as tall as humans but like they're used as like cattle and livestock it's so messed up that is messed up yeah and like there's a thing that like pops their heads and make them explode it's like oh it's so good uh, but yeah, man. Uh, another one of my favorite horror movie, movies that I'm probably—I don't know if you've watched it, but I'm definitely gonna try to get you if you're, since you're on this horror movie kick. Uh, get Out, man. Get Out is such a good. Film. Oh yeah, I've seen Get Out. It's such okay, a great movie. Good. All right, cool. <laughs> Dope. Yeah, that movie's awesome. I've seen them. I've seen Get Out, and I've seen Us. I love Us too. Us is great. I like Get Out more, but Us was like a very close second, strictly for that fight scene at the end. Yeah, yeah, man. That's fucking. That's basically what's been going on on my end. It's just horror movies lately. Um, yeah. What's been going on with you? Oh, quite a bit. Quite a bit, actually. Uh, moving to a new place. Uh, I'm all set up now. TV, Mike. I got my. I finally have a bookshelf for all my books, so I'm not like living in like chaos of books. Oh, uh, man. I was going to uh, – I'm actually working on getting a new bookshelf for my Transformers. Well, I'll tell you this. I do need another shelf. Okay. Well, <laughs> because, like, my old one once yeah, I get because, like – this shelf is great, but it's small, and it, 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 it's not able to hold all of my books. Mine is a pretty decent size, but I need a taller shelf for all my Transformers. I gotcha. I mean, honestly, I may just put my pops in there, because my pops are kind of just on the floor. I kind of want to move them off the floor. Um, 
I'm trying to think what else is what else is coming. Uh, what else is happening with me? Uh, I'm I'm I recently read a couple more Star Wars books. I'm currently reading Thrawn Alliances, which is the big like team up book between uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn and Vader. Yeah, and I absolutely love it because Thrawn makes Vader look like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course every he does. Time. It's so funny because like they're on the, like my favorite scene so far is when they're on the bridge and like they're stopping. They they've reached a malfunction in their ship. And they're trying to get to they're trying to get to the planet Batu because Palpatine has told Thrawn and Vader, "Hey, something's happened. I need you two, my two best agents, to investigate it." And Thrawn and Vader are like, "Bet, like we're we're but, like, but they're also trying to like, well, I'm going to do it better than you. I'm going to do it better than you. Palpatine likes me more. Palpatine likes me more." <laughs> and they go to the, they they get kind of stranded in space, but it's, like they're not dead in the water, but like it's going to take them a while. They can't hyperspace to Batu because like something's messing them up. So. Um, one of Thrawn's like com- like Thrawn's like lieutenant comes up to him. I think it's Commodore, and she goes and like Thrawn gives him more like, all right, uh, just go this way. And then the Commodore goes, oh, Mister Thrawn. Well, I oh, Mister Thrawn. Well, like Admiral Thrawn, I have a suggestion. Then Vader goes, excuse me, your Admiral gave you an order, and you will follow it. And then Thrawn <laughs> goes, then Thrawn goes, tell me you're suggesting Commodore. <laughs> and, um, and the Commodore tells him, and Thrawn goes, that's a good idea. Let's do that. And Vader just stares. It throw for a good like he's few like motherfucker <laughs> yeah it's so <laughs> funny he's like Vader just looks at him like what <laughs> stop you don't kill half your employees <laughs> Vader's like restraint <laughs> yeah seriously I don't know the meaning of that they fucking yeah. dead on the water it's, with it's, me. it's just it's also like you would really like this book because it's literally just a buddy cop with Vader and Thrawn. I believe it. Like, literally, like, Thrawn's at the bar talking to the dude, and then, like, he says, I feel an armored finger touch my shoulder, and you just hear, they're gonna attack us. And they literally bicker the whole time before the attackers (laughs) move in on them, because they're like, because, like, Thrawn's, Vader's like, you should order the Star Story to attack, and Thrawn's like, well, that would give away the troops' mission. That doesn't matter, because it's the Empire's might, but still, I want to have anonymity and, like, subtlety, and then they're just bickering the whole time (laughs) as these thugs are moving in on them. It's so funny. That is great. Uh, besides that, also, uh, Star Wars Visions has dropped. And oh yeah, I haven't watched my, it yet. Oh, uh, it is a visual feast, my friend. This I've is some of things. my favorite Star Wars content. I already know what you're gonna love right now. I already know. I can. I have a guess what episode is gonna be your favorite. Uh, Tatooine Rhapsody, the rock opera. Because like, <laughs> oh my god. I need dude. to. I need to put aside a day to watch it. It might take me a little bit to get up to that. I do have like. Oh, I dude. Think, uh, the- the episodes are like straight day next week that I can probably do that. And what dude, if the episodes are like very short? They're like fifteen minutes and like oh, if really? even that. Yeah, There's I can like blow one... through that easily. Yeah, yeah, they're short. I literally finished it in like half a day. I woke up at like six and just like finished it like before, like like a little before. Yeah, like I said, I just need to put aside a day to to watch it all and watch the rest of what if. Yeah, I I think like as as far as what I can say is like um. George Lucas said that, like, Star Wars owes a debt to Japanese culture for how much he takes from Japanese culture for Star Wars. Yeah. And it's repaid, because Jesus Christ. Also, the voice cast is absolutely stellar. In the- <gasps> Excuse me. I'm a simpleton. I like dub, but uh, Allison Brie plays a Sith. Yeah. Um, Lucy Liu, David Harbour, uh, Sima Yu, uh, 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 again, James Hong, uh, again, lots uh, lots of uh, Kyle Chandler. There's a lots of great actors in this one. 
Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris is in it as oh, like a cool. young Jedi. It's it's so good, man. It's I ca- I cannot I cannot wait. Honestly, if you want to watch like I, we'll we'll talk about it after, but it, it's it's a really good. It's it's some of the best Star Wars content I've ever seen. <laughs> And, I, and, like, it's so funny to see people go, like, I don't get why there's so much Japanese culture. Like, bro, have you watched Star Wars? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, what do you think Vader's helmet is supposed there to look like? There was somebody like? that was like, this is literally just anime. It's not even Star Wars. And I'm like, you're fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, like, they, like it's, it's just, it's plus, like, I love every episode. It's funny as shit because a lot of those people are probably, like, the same people that wanted, like, the Trevorrow script and stuff like oh, that God. where he literally commits seppuku like a japanese oh warrior like oh come God. on like yeah it's like like uh, another thing that's great about it is that each episode you can tell it's like what some you can tell it's these creators just saying what they love about star wars yeah like there's an episode it's all about the adopted and found family aspect there's an episode all about you know a mastered apprentice aspect there's an episode all about twins and duality there's an episode like it's just there's just so much like love and like care has been poured into this. You like these are you can tell these are made by people who just love Star Wars. Want to show what what they love about it, man. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Tomorrow Morrison comes back to voice Boba Fett. It's it's oh, nice. so good. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to watch it. I just need to put aside the time to actually watch it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's it's again so good. Um, where are you? Uh, where are you in What If? Still, the episode that we watched together with the, oh, okay. I think the last episode we watched is that the Avengers never got together. Gotcha. That that was a good one. So that was a good anymore. one. I was, we, uh, I'll, I'll, I, I got done watching uh, Monsters at Work. I know that mm, that was yeah. a good ending to the to the show. Which surprisingly, it was weird how they how they handled it because like the way that show that like I was trying to figure out where that show takes place and I like you know in the beginning of the show you're like okay so it takes place after. You know, after right after Monsters Inc., but it actually doesn't because it actually takes place in between when Water News gets arrested <laughs> up until that final scene. You know, the final scene when they were celebrating the laugh power, and then that's when yeah. Mike gives, uh, yeah, or, so it's so it's yeah, he shows that. Sully that he fixed the door. It's literally in between Water News getting arrested and that scene. Wow, like it's crazy. <laughs> Huh. And like Mike and Sully are in every episode because right? I heard that they're like they barely in. Yeah, because I heard they're like barely in it. No, they're in every episode. Yeah, um, you know what I just watched too. Because then we're talking about stuff. We watched. I just watched that Masters of the Universe show. Oh my god! Yeah, that I need was to watch that too. Awesome. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what are they complaining about? This was <laughs> legit. I need to I need to get Cartoon Network back. I actually just established that this week because they announced yeah, that Gum- yeah, they announced that not only is Gumball getting a movie, but they're bringing the show back, and that show is just so fucking good. Yeah, and I, I need th- them yeah. to bring it back. S- someone said it too. Gumball was a show way ahead of its time. I feel it like is. Gumball, Gumball would work really well today. Like oh, one hundred percent. Gumball is going to do really well with its brand of humor and what it, what it brings. Like it's going to kill today. Cartoon Network's actually been pulling some crazy shit lately. I just watched a promo that they've been airing uh, in like during commercials and shit like that for like they've always done the Steven Universe clips where they talk about like a like appearance and stuff like that and how it's not like really important and stuff like that. But this one really like it's a really strong message on Cartoon Network's end. It's an episode where uh, Craig is getting ready to or, yeah, Craig. Craig's the dad, right? That's his yes. name. Yeah, yeah, Craig. Well, Cra- well, you mean his dad? Greg, right? Oh, Greg. Oh, yeah, Greg. Greg. Greg yeah, I'm thinking yeah. Craig of the Creek, but yeah, my, yeah, that's where my brain went too. Because I'm like, what show is on air on Cartoon Network right now? Oh, yeah, oh, so cool. Greg, Greg. Stephen's dad, is 
trying to do a promo clip uh, in between a show that they're that they're that the gems are putting on, and the gems are saying how they don't see the point in doing it, but it's a show about anti-racism, and uh, they were like, "Well, what do we care? We're just aliens," and it's just like, "Well, obviously, the fact that you guys are aliens means that it's more important to like you know be an ally in this in this movement because if we can, even if we put out a, a little video." We can recruit recruit more allies and get people to stop this. And I'm like, wow, that is very powerful. Yeah, <laughs> Steven Universe was always like that with like it was, but I'm just saying for Cartoon Network I, to no, put know, it out there, you know, like yeah. that's really cool of them. It's it's like Cartoon Network's teaching these kids to stop bullying. They're teaching kids that like you know. Uh, appearance isn't important, and they're also teaching kids to you know not be racist, which is amazing. And meanwhile, you got Disney, where um, uh, the Owl House, one of the greatest shows of a leading LGBT um, uh, character, has had its third season shortened and cut for a fourth season. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> not good on their part. <laughs> yeah, I re- I remember watching um, uh, what was it, uh, Steven Universe, and it's like all the stuff they tackled in that show, where it's like, hey, here's how, like, conveying, like, here's how sexual harassment works through a character who doesn't want to dance and is like being pressured yeah. to dance. Here's how sexual coercion works with like Pearl and that storyline with the rebuilding the tower. Here's how trauma and abusive relationships works with like Malachi and um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lapis. It's like uh, Jasper. It's like, oh my God, like this is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, well, not horrible. Like, well, not, like... I mean, not horrible is wrong. I mean, like, this is like really like important, but also like, wow, it's like, it's like, Jesus Christ! Like you know, I I don't know why I said horrible. That was the wrong word to use. But like this is like, wow! Like such like a it's transcendent. Yeah. It's just crazy that Cartoon Network's become this hub. You know, like yeah. that's something that like you know, like obviously we watch Cartoon Network a lot as kids and stuff like that. You know, we were we grew up with like Ed, Ed and Eddie and Dexter's Lab and all that. But like it's something that you never would have expected from Cartoon Network. But you're glad they're doing it. You know. Yeah, but definitely, definitely. <laughs> It's 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 again. It's, I'm I'm very curious to see like what's coming up again. There's a again. Uh, there's there's a couple stuff anime come down the pipeline. What one big thing got announced today? <laughs> that's uh very uh strange, and that is the uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Nintendo Direct. Do you want to get right to we go? We want to talk about like all of like the Nintendo like Direct as like. A whole are like because like they also announced that the, we're getting N sixty four online. Which yeah, so I don't know too much about it because I was working at the time the direct was going on, but I know that we're getting Nintendo sixty four on the online platform, which is pretty fucking amazing. I didn't think yeah. they would ever do that. DK Donkey Kong <laughs> is the leader of the bunch. You know him well. He's finally back. To kick some, we're sued by Rare. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rare's not gonna get us. <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah, right. So do you, so he, so. Here's what I'm saying though. You take DK64, but you have Seth Rogen do all of the voice hours <laughs> now for Donkey Kong. Nah, I like those original Donkey Kong. Voices I know. In, in uh, Donkey Kong 64, I actually I imitate them a lot. I'm always doing the the okay. one. I'm always doing the one where he's climbing the tree and he just goes like, ooh, ah, ooh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what what else Uh, I think they confirmed one of the first games on there will be Banjo-Kazooie oh right on yeah kudos to Microsoft for allowing them to do that too yeah they showed three games Uh, I'm trying to remember what they were they showed three games I know one was Banjo-Kazooie I can't remember what the other one was along with it they also confirmed that they will be getting like N64 like classic controllers yeah 
Yeah, I'm like, it's actually yes, really funny because I just bought the NES controllers that they did for Joy Cons. Like those nice. things are super cool. I'm just thinking, wow! Now all the kids can experience the absolute trauma that was trying to work that controller. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I was like, oh my god, that was awful. Just like with the um, uh, oh, we're getting a Splatoon three. Yeah, Splatoon three. There's a new Kirby game coming out, which I'm pretty stoked about because I love Kirby. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's gonna be a good one. Bayonetta three for anybody that's a big Bayonetta fan. Yeah, uh, no, we got a couple. We got a couple Bayonetta fans out there. And then the what you call it? Sakurai is gonna announce the final Smash character in October. Uh, I got you. There we go. It's uh, we're getting Banjo Kazooie and Paper Mario on there. The original Paper Mario. Yep. Oh my god! I've been like trying to fucking Kirby's play that game for literal years. And Kirby sixty four. God, that is fucking great. That's Kirby yeah, and the Crystal Shards, right? I can't. It looks. It's a little cut out. I can't be too sure. I think it's so. that Kirby sixty four is Kirby and the Crystal Shards. That game was fucking great because yeah. you could combine abilities and it was so cool. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I think it's it's all coming in October, so I'm like, Ooh. I am so fucking. Oh my god, I, I cannot just, wait to fucking play the original Paper Mario. To I, anybody I, out there that, <laughs> well, obviously nobody, only only close friends know this. Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door is my absolute favorite game of all time. I've played it so many fucking times. I can recite any line from it. Like, it is just my big game. And I've always wanted to play the first one because it's like, it's always eluded me. It's like, everybody always talks about how great Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door is. And then people will be like, it's like the original Paper Mario. And I'm like, I've never played the original Paper Mario. And then trying to get your hands on it like physically for the Nintendo 64 that isn't a reproduction cart it's damn near fucking impossible so for I, this uh, to happen i'm just so stoked i'll never i'll never forget also like getting the um uh, what was it um uh my my again you're hyped for that donkey Kong 64 man that was one of my first ever video games i got one of my first ever video games i stayed up late playing cause I yeah just, i loved it so much and i, I own it <laughs> I cannot w- I cannot wait to have it on my Switch again. Like oh my god. Like Yeah, I fucking oh my god. That you guys you guys heard it there first. That was my genuine first reaction to that cuz I had no <laughs> idea that they were fucking putting Paper Mario on the Switch. Yeah, it, oh my god. It was it was it was on that 3 of like yeah, it's like oh my god. I cannot wait for that. When are they dropping that? It's all it's uh, I think the update I think this said the update camp comes in October. Okay, cool. I'm so stoked for that. Oh my I, god! I, I know we're um, uh, we're apparently getting new updates for um, uh, we're getting a new we're getting new updates for Animal Crossing, which will be um, uh, it's it's going to be like, what's it? It's they're adding something to the museum called the Roost, I think. Really? Yes, yeah, a new part of the museum. Oh, uh, is the Roost the coffee shop? I'm not too sure. Because they need to add that coffee shop from Wild World and the other games. That coffee shop's fucking dope. That's how you used to go get uh, watch KK perform. You just gotcha. go, you bring your character in, he grabs a coffee, he's listening to KK. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Nice. I'm trying to see if I got a list of like any other games confirmed. Because, I, I, cause I, cause like, for, first off, like, first off, like, it's got to be, like, and, like, Donkey Kong 64 has got to be coming. Uh, let's see what we got. Yoshi's Story, uh, Mario Kart 64, Super Mario 64, uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time. I think I saw Majora's Mask on there as well. Yeah, it's Brewster and the Roost. That's the coffee shop. I was gotcha. right about that. Uh, we're getting Star, Star Fox also be on there. 
So it looks like they're going to become. It looks like Paper Mario stuff will be coming like later on because of like the rare stuff to figure out. But they confirmed it will be coming, like Paper Mario, Banjo Kazooie, stuff like that. Oh, that's amazing! I cannot, yeah. cannot yeah. fucking wait for Paper Mario. I'm going to play the fuck out of that. There also there also will be a Genesis expansion as well. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. That's going to be yeah. sick. Yeah. Hey, maybe maybe you can stream it through your Switch or something. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! You want you want I might I might do that because like be everybody will get my something. genuine first reactions to that game. <laughs> See, you know, oh, it's Mario weighs a paper. <laughs> yeah, I fucking oh my god, I love Paper Mario. One of my surpri- one of my favorite Sorry, things that I love to do, and this is just such a fucking dumb thing that I've always it, it brings me back to when I was younger because a friend an old friend actually introduced me to this so in Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door everybody that's played it there's the uh there's the fighting arena in Glitzville and you basically uh you go in there you fight your way up to the top and then you get you win the belt which you find out has a crystal star on it and what I used to do was in between fights, I used to I used to pretend like Mario was talking to somebody, like one of the fighters, and then uh, his partner Coops would say something stupid, and then Mar like the running joke is that Mario would just turn to Coops and be like, "Coops, can I can I speak to you real quick over over here?" It's <laughs> like, "Yeah, sure, Mario." And then you go and you hop into a locker, and the locker door will close, and if you jump on Coops' uh, shell inside the locker, it looks like he's just beating the shit out of Coops. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, don't you ever embarrass me like that again. <laughs> uh, another, and I got, I'm surprised we didn't get a Smash Brothers like because we have one more character from that second pack to it like they haven't announced yet. I'm surprised we haven't gotten that. Yeah, me too. I'm calling it. So, so now that we, oh, I'm trying to think, who could it be? Crash Bandicoot. I don't know. Uh, I could see it being Crash. Yeah, I know a lot of people have been pulling for Sora from Kingdom Hearts. I would love if Sora showed up, but like it's probably not gonna happen. Master it's not, Chief. It's, it's, it's just gonna be another Fire Emblem character. Just accept it, guys. It's just another Fire Emblem character. It's like the like don't even get your hopes up. Master Chief. So we should also talk about the big thing. Um, here we go. It's the Mario movie. Yes, with, the Mario movie. With, with what a cast. Chris Pratt as Mario. Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. Charlie Day as Luigi. <laughs> Jack Black as Bower. Keegan-Michael Key as Bowser. Toad. Ba- I'm sorry, Bowser. <laughs> My bad. Um, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Wow. Yeah. Jarring for me. Uh, Fred Arms Armesian as Cranky Kong. That's also jarring for me. See, Kevin now that Michael- the casting choice of Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong just leads me to believe that they watched <laughs> uh, uh, Max Mofo's fucking Mario video with. Uh, so in the Max Mofo Mario video, it's Max Mofo playing Princess Peach. It's uh, Filthy Frank playing as Mario. Uh, Idub's playing as Luigi, and anything for views is playing Donkey Kong. And when they cut to Donkey Kong, he's literally in a marijuana field smoking a J, <laughs> saying that he was gonna sell some drugs to whoever, uh, for for some shrooms or something like that. And it was just like, uh, just the fact that Seth Rogen is cast as Donkey Kong leads me to believe that they watched that video and goes, you know what, Seth Rogen would be a good choice. Oh my god. <laughs> um... Kevin Michael Richardson as comic, uh, Sebastian um, Maniscalco as Spike, and surprise cameos from Charles Martinet, because he will be in the movie. All right, that's cool. As, like, Mario's dad. See, it's good that they're bringing... uh, Well, that's cool, because Charles Martinet is the original voice of Mario, so, like, that's cool that they're bringing him on, but, like, the fact that he's playing Mario's dad, that's a a good choice. 
Yeah, that's a very he, that's a, yeah he's a yeah he's a very he's a very kind and sweet man. So I'm very excited for that. Um, because I met him once at a con. He was so like, did I. very sweet. Yeah, he's very sweet. Enjoy that. Yeah, I was at Comic-Con in 2015, and it was my first Comic-Con, and, you know, I was so excited to meet all these people and stuff like that. Paige was there my first year, WWE Paige. Yeah, and I was just so excited to meet her, but I, we were blown past one of the booths, and uh, just so happened to be Charles Martinet, and I was like, oh my fucking God, Charles <laughs> Martinet, and I walked up because it, he was, like, packing up. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, Mark, Mr. Martinet, I'm so, it's so nice to meet you. And he was like, oh, it's nice to meet you guys, too, and stuff like that. And I was just like, can I, I was like, I don't mean to bother you, but can I possibly get a Luigi voice? And then he did a Luigi voice for me. I was so fucking cool. Oh, he, I, I, didn't, I didn't have to ask. He just did it when I was interviewing him. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I didn't even ask. He, he may it. have done it for us, but I don't, I don't really remember. He I just remember it. asking for it, and he, uh, he said he would. And then yeah, he just did yeah. it. Yeah, it's um. Uh, yeah, I remember that. He always. Oh, yeah, he just like went. Wahoo! I'm like, ah, it's awesome. Oh, uh, uh, I probably that. should bring this to light. Well, uh, so for everybody that might be confused about what that was a couple of minutes ago, we actually just took a brief pause and I unpaused it and whistled the the theme from DK sixty four. <laughs> One of the themes, and just said enjoy that. So, if anybody, I might just leave that in. <laughs> did, you, did you have a? Did you see the uh, the fan casting now? Everyone's saying for the sequel now for Mario. You know what they got to do now? Danny DeVito as Wario and Dennis Reynolds as uh, <laughs> Waluigi. <laughs> yes, like, that would be really good. Fucking, uh, let's not let's not let's not beat around the bush here, Malik, because. Obviously, this new Super Mario Brothers movie is going to be awesome, but let's not forget what led us to this moment, the original Super Mario Brothers movie. First name, Mario. Last name? Mario. Mario. No, no, no. Looks, no. Look of confusion and, and, and stuff. Mario. <laughs> I need to watch that movie. I've never seen it, but I've heard how bad it is. <laughs> I watched it a while ago. It's been a very long time since I've watched it. The only thing video game, the only movie video game related, other than like Sonic and stuff like that, that I've that I've seen from back in the day is The Wizard with Fred Savage, <laughs> which was literally I'm 100 percent certain that movie was made just to introduce Super Mario Brothers three. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think what 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 movie have I what video game movie have I ever watching the Assassin's Creed movie? <laughs> well, that um, movie the the Wizard was actually made. Um, so. The Wizard was made to promote two things, and it, the, the second one blew everybody away because, like, I, it still blows me away to this day because, like, you know, that's unheard of. But, like, the first one is the Power Glove. When NES re- revealed the Power Glove, it was in the movie The Wizard. The, ba- the one kid, Lucas, had it, and he was just like, I love the Power Glove. It's so bad. He's <laughs> just horrible acting. But, um, fucking... There's not not only that, but uh, they they had the finals tournament that uh, the character I think Jimmy was gonna uh, or it's either Jimmy or Timmy, but like they they went to California to do this tournament, and the the final game that they got to play was Super Mario Brothers three, and this was everybody's and everybody in the world's first time 
seeing anything for Super Mario Brothers 3. So they were like, wow, you know? Like, all the kids went to that movie to go see all the games and stuff like that. They were not expecting to get a reveal of Super Mario Brothers 3 when they saw that movie. And that's just, like, crazy piece of history knowledge. Like, a piece of knowledge in history, you know? Yeah. Man, there was a lot of crazy stuff they used to do back in the day for video games. I'll have to take another episode to discuss that, but... Uh, cause I got, I got some more little tidbits of video game knowledge for all y'all out there. A little bit of video game history, but, uh, you got, you got to lay it down the crumbs. They come back begging for more. Yeah. Right. We call it a, we call it a parasitic toxic relationship between our, <laughs> our viewers and us. Oh my God. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, any, anything else we should talk about? I feel like I had something, but I'm not entirely sure. What it was? <laughs> I remember you want. I remember you want to talk about the fact. I I know. Apparently, you guys talked about Willem Dafoe on the uh, show, and yes, I told I told you how apparently Willem Dafoe has a very confusingly large penis. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those of you, for those of you who don't, it's a guy commented and said it's confusingly large. <laughs> yeah, like um, yeah, like uh, for those of you who don't know, Willem Dafoe did a movie where he had to go nude, and the director of that movie was interviewed, and as he said. Willem Dafoe's um, uh, membrane, his, uh, his his John Hancock, his his penis is uh, <laughs> verbatim. The director said is confusing. It's confusingly large. I just like I don't know. Like what I think of when I think of confusingly large penis, I'm thinking like this director was like, oh, like, there's no way it's that big, huh? <laughs> like, that's no, what but, I'm thinking. But like well, just well, the no, fact that I he think, looked think, at I, this man's penis and just went, uh. No, that, no, no. I think you're underselling it because he looked at it and he had to tell people. <laughs> like, he had to go <laughs> on an interview where everyone's see and like where everyone's gonna see. Like, no, I have to let people know about this. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it must be shed light on. You know what's the most random Will- Willem Dafoe like cameo I've ever fucking seen? What? Mr. Bean's Holiday. Oh yeah, he is in that. Isn't He's he? the fucking villain director in Mister yeah. Bean's Holiday, and I'm like, why? <laughs> And then, and then he's like, and then you see him at the end, like recording, like Mr. Bean. So like he's at, like he's on someone's on the beach, just like enjoying the day. He just runs up to him, starts like zooming the camera in on them. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, you imagine just chilling at the beach, woman phones comes in, putting a camera in your face, like yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Fucking crazy ass movie that movie is. The best, the best way I uh, I love to describe that movie. It's the way Matt Watson from Super Mega describes it. He says it's a it's a movie about a mentally challenged man trying to make his way to the beach <laughs> it's so messed up but it's so accurate oh my God. at the same time doesn't he like end up like accidentally like a kid gets separated from his dad he's like take care of a kid yeah too. they think that he kidnapped the kid oh my god and he just doesn't say hey this isn't my kid i want to watch that movie again it's been years since i've seen that movie i used to love it too I wonder what it's. I wonder what it's on. Let's see what streaming service. That's what, that's, 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 I love that Google does now. Whenever you Google movie, it'll actually have a list of the streaming service. The streaming service it's on right now. I love the fucking. I love the that meme that everybody does with Mr. Bean, where he's just like magic. <laughs> I think what I think uh, one of my favorite. Uh, uh, w- one thing I've been watching in terms of comedy is uh, my, one of my favorite shows is back. What we do in the shadows. Oh my god! Like that. They they recently had an episode where I was pissing myself laughing dude i'm on like my fucking probably like ninth or tenth run of american dad since i lost cartoon network as a cable program 
Dude, you should you should watch what we do in the chats. You would like it. Like, I should. Uh, I'm not in the, the thing is I'm not trying to binge a show right now because it's almost office season. And I think I talked about this in the last episode of the podcast, everybody every to everybody, but just in case I'm gonna clarify. When I say it's office season, I mean that yeah, I did I did talk about this last week. It's that time of the year I watch it every fall. It's that time of the year where I'm getting ready to watch the office and just binge through it all. So right now I'm not trying to binge anything. That's why American Dad's playing again. It's just because that's something I can just keep in the background. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm actively not watching anything at the moment because I'm waiting for the the weather to get a little bit cooler so I can start watching The Office. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird. I'm very particular about when to watch The Office. Yeah, I gotcha. I should it's, also say it kind of makes also- it worthwhile because I don't watch anything Office related for an entire year. Then when I go to watch it again, it just gets instantly funnier again. Like it's there's a lot of scenes that I forget, a lot of moments that just like you know that what like you could say one year I didn't crack up at, but then the next year I'm like fucking laughing my ass off at. You know, it's great. So- the one that used to get you all the time is when um, uh, Dwight was talking to Joe, and Joe is like... That uh, one got me, I think, last year. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I hope, I hope you turn that money into more money. He goes and like, are you referring to alchemy? <laughs> <laughs> That's just, it's just those key moments that, like, you know, like I said, one year, I just don't even notice it. I'll, I'll go ahead and don't even crack a smile, but then the next year, I'm just laughing hysterically at because I haven't watched it in so long, you know? If you ever want to binge watch a show, wait an entire year and watch it again. It makes it worthwhile. Yeah, I imagine. There's a couple shows I want to revisit. I want to revisit Breaking Bad because I want to see if that still holds up. I remember really like. Oh yeah, I'm 100. That show still holds up. I don't. There's not a doubt in my mind. I used I used to binge it all the time because it was just such. A, it's just so fun. It, like Breaking Bad was like not only was it like a good drama, but it had some of like the funniest stuff ever. Like. The scene where he throws the pizza on the roof is like so fucking gets me because he did that. He did that in one take. Like he just like just threw it up on the roof. I love those like, memes on TikTok of the uh, of the agent fucking like damn near almost having a heart attack, and it's like when the FBI oh, reads yeah. my Xbox <laughs> chats or yeah, something like, like that. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, is this dramatic music playing? There were so, so many great memes that came out of Breaking Bad between that and I pooted. Yeah. <laughs> I farted like with the with the uh, with. Gomez, um, like Breaking Bad was so cool because like it was such. A, it only had five seasons, but it told its story. It has a great spinoff of Better Call Saul, which has been living up to like the, which is just as good. Um, at if maybe and maybe not maybe not as good, but still like really good compared to like Breaking Bad. And not only that, it had an awesome like movie um that wrapped up a character storyline from the finale and just like didn't retroactively change anything didn't pull a uh, this it just told a really dope story and finished this character storyline like damn breaking bad breaking bad fans are like another tier because it's it's just it's so good yeah yeah great show i need to watch it oh let me know because i because i like again it's one of my favorite tv shows of all time it's been on my binge list for a little while yeah it's, it's all on netflix maybe once right. i get through all the transformer stuff that i missed out on because after the office i'm going back to enter john uh See- to f- finish off the unicron trilogy Season one is good. Season two is like god tier, and you're also gonna see this is where Giancarlo Esposito got his big break. This is big big break. This is like his. Yeah, like, I heard he was first, in that. This that, that this is his, you know how he gets every villainous role now, be it Moff Gideon or Far Cry Six. Yeah. This like that Breaking Bad is why Breaking Bad is the reason he like everyone casts him and everything. He's now. just a really good villain. He him yeah. and um, who's the who's the other guy that I used to? I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, 
shit, what the fuck is his name? What did he, what did he play? And that's that's what's gonna get me. Um, shit, I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm really blanking <laughs> on the guy's name. Uh, do you remember what he was in? No, that's another thing that I'm blanking on. I used to say him and another another actor should be in a movie together because both of them just with the with the words that they use are just so they're just such good villains. Uh, I'm trying to think of villainous actress Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, you don't, you don't remember anything he was in? No, I'm blanking. It was something. It was something recent that I watched that blew me away. Uh, like I, I, like I can't help you <laughs> know anything. <laughs> uh, anything else I, I, I gotta add with, with the move and all that. Uh, I got my Funko wall back up again. Uh, recently, I recently guessed it. So if you're wondering why I've been gone, another reason why I've been gone, I, I, I I've been, I've been, I've been testing the waters. This episode, this podcast is too small. I'm a big fish in a small pond, so to say. So I've been appearing on other podcasts. <laughs> Think of me as a freelancer or something He's like that. But yeah, yeah, you're, none of y'all are worth it. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I guess start on two podcasts. Um, the first being The High Ground, where I discussed uh, some Star Wars villain stuff. The second being uh, They Fly Now podcast. They were both Star Wars podcasts, whoop de doo uh, where, I, where uh, we would discuss the uh, the trials of the Darksaber and stuff like that. I can't just shout on Bo-Katan for a good, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> So that was fun. So check me out on there if you want to see me talk about like Star Wars stuff more in depth with fellow people of uh, of, of of with fellow and, and 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 big Star Wars lore masters and people who dissect this like deeply as I do. I apologize. I'm still trying to find this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I don't. I don't think you. I think that's probably a good place to wrap because I don't think you're gonna find him. I'll, I will find. Him. Oh my so well, ladies and gentlemen, those who me on, thank you for joining us for another episode of Hods a Podcast. We've enjoyed. Thank you for having me back. I know you've missed me so much. I mean, come on, it's me, and I'm gonna get kicked off the show again as Tyler still searches for this. Um, <laughs> thank you for joining episode 21. Uh, I don't usually do this alone. I don't know what else to say. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tyler is thankful for you for joining us. So you know, I really want to know. It's bothering me. <laughs> Uh, don't do drugs, kids, and stay in school. This is really bothering me. Okay, I, Tyler, cut the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I need to pause. <laughs> I, 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 I outroed us. All right, everybody, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook wow. and Twitter. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. I keep saying that I'm going to post to it more, but I promise you I am going to post. I'm going to post a picture. I didn't do it for the last episode, but I'll tell you what. You go follow our our Twitter, our Hots Podcast Twitter. Um, I will post the picture of my tattoo so that you guys can see exactly what tattoo I got. I love going on Hots And also Hots. fainted for. I love Hots a Podcast, the Facebook. You go on, it's just an e- emu general. I know. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, you should also check. You should also check the uh, the the Facebooks I posted. Something. Did you? Yeah, I posted something on Facebook during the episode. Let me see this. Are you, we still recording? Yes. Cut it. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> James Spader. That was his fucking name. James go. Spader Ult- Ult- and Giancarlo Esposito, Dream Villain cast, right there. You heard it here, folks. All right, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>